Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we go deep into mining news, hot topics, and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International and Mining International Executive, a leading global mining recruitment and headhunting agency. Hi, my community. Welcome back to another episode of the Dig Deep, the Mining Podcast. And we have a returning guest today who appeared back in November 2021. So just over two years ago, which was episode 186. Um, Alistair Wardle, who's the president and CEO of Inflection Resources um, and chairman of Headwater Gold, um, who are both junior explorers working across Australia and the US focusing on high-grade precious metal, metals and copper assets. Um, Alistair is an experienced exploration geologist by background, uh, with experience in early-stage opportunity recognition, expanding uh, from Greenfield's exploration to feasibility studies, uh, working for the likes of King Ross, uh, in, in obviously early in his career. Um, he has solid, solid commercial capabilities in capital markets, um, and is going to give us an update on both of the companies, um, give us an update on, on the projects and what the future holds for both companies. Um, and also going to be speaking about um, new, uh, new Quest Capital, which is an umbrella company overseeing uh, these other two um, companies, um, Inflection Resources and Headwaters. So um, with no further ado, that's welcome, Alistair, to the podcast. How are you doing, Alistair? Very well, Rob. Uh, thanks for having me back on the show. Yeah. Appreciate your time. Obviously, we spoke we spoke before then, but two two years ago, you were you were on the podcast. So, uh, for those that didn't listen to that previous episode, appreciate if you can uh, go and have a listen. Um, and obviously, you can see how far uh, both companies have come since then. So, um, just wanted me to just give us an overview of uh, of your career uh, for those that don't don't know you. Although I'm sure a lot of people listening do know you. Sure. So uh, uh, exploration geologist, originally uh, from the UK, although left the UK pretty much straight after uh, graduation. Um, went out to Australia, worked um, early stage exploration, focused on diamonds before moving over to Latin America in the uh, the mid to late 90s. Um, bounced around a little bit um, uh, between sort of Bolivia and Venezuela and lived in Peru for a number of years. Uh, before moving to the Dominican Republic, uh, I set up a, a junior exploration company there called GoldQuest Mining back in 2001 with a couple of former uh, Anglo Gold colleagues of mine. Did that for the best part of 10 years, which brought me first time to, to Canada. Uh, lived in Canada for a number of years, then got uh, pulled back to, to South America, as you mentioned, joining Kinross Gold uh, and uh, went down, lived in Ecuador for, for a period uh, managing their uh, Fruta del Norte discovery in uh, in south southern Ecuador. Uh, and then uh, three years in Chile, looking after exploration for uh, South America for, for Kinross before moving back to Canada, uh, looking more of a global greenfield, uh, new opportunities type, type role, but all... Uh, on early stage exploration for the most part with a bit of brownfields exploration around various mines and whatnot. But uh, and about uh, about four years ago, set up uh, the precursor to uh, New Quest Capital, 
which we'll, we'll get into a little bit, but it was the uh, sort of the parent company to a number of these uh, different ventures. So my, my day job is running a, a company called Inflection Resources, which is uh, a copper gold uh, company focused on exploration in, uh, in New South Wales, Australia. Yeah, so obviously, one of you can just give us a quick update, obviously, since we last spoke uh, two years ago, one of you can give us an update on uh, Inflection Resources. Um, and I want to just provide a little bit of background to the company and any sort of updates on any developments since uh, since we last spoke. Yeah, absolutely. So, so inflection, um, it's focused on large scale copper gold uh, exploration in uh, northern New South Wales. It's it will focus very much on the earlier stage, the greenfields uh, exploration. Uh, but we're exploring a belt of rocks called the Macquarie Arc. And this is a belt of rocks that hosts some very big mines. Uh, the big one in the belt is uh, Cadia. This is uh, formerly Newcrest, now Newmont Mining's uh, sort of flagship operation uh, in, in that part of the world. It's a very large copper gold block cave uh, mine. There are a couple of others. There's Evolution Mining's uh, uh, Cal deposits and uh, recently acquired North Park's deposits as well. These are big copper gold deposits. And to cut a long story short, Rob, uh, this belt of rocks, a sort of a north-south trending belt, uh, disappears to the north under a blanket of sedimentary cover masking the underlying geology. And uh, a few years ago now, uh, we partnered up with a gentleman called uh, Dr. Douglas Haynes, who's been a very successful explorer in that part of the world and, and elsewhere. And ultimately, Douglas built a beautiful interpretive geological map, extrapolating the known geology where outcrops in the south, which shows these big mines, and he extended the geology underneath the, uh, the cover sequence using a regional magnetic survey. And... In doing that, uh, he identified about 35 very large targets in the magnetics, in the geophysics, that um, he considered analogous with these very large mines located further to the south, but obviously with a blanket of sediment sitting on top. So we've been systematically drill testing uh, very large geophysical uh, features, looking for these very large copper gold uh, porphyry deposits. These are what we call alkalic porphyry uh, systems. These are got a distinct form. They call them pencil porphyry, sort of very vertically extensive types of systems. But uh, the challenge uh, is uh, is exploring for these things under the, under the sediments uh, because of their their, their form and, and nature. So uh, that's sort of the background. But I guess uh, since we last spoke, Rob, um, the the major development is we partnered up with uh, Anglo Gold Ashanti, and we entered into a large scale agreement with Anglo Gold, where Anglo Gold is is funding us uh, to to explore the these targets. Uh, we've been able to tie up. The entire belt uh, where it was covered with the sediment. So it extends over about 300 kilometers. So over 7,000 uh, hectares of, of ground. Uh, so it's a very, very large uh, land position. And uh, it basically equates to about 60% of the belt uh, that is under our control, all of which is 100% owned. So uh, with this, uh, I think that was really the, um, uh, the secret to getting uh, Anglo Gold involved we also had a little bit of joy uh with the drill bits where we hit some really strong alteration suggesting 
Uh, we, uh, we're in close proximity to one of these systems. It's, it's a whole story around that. But um, we haven't yet drilled the big boomer discovery hole, but we've got a lot of smoke. And uh, I think it was this sort of smoke in the form of fable alteration and geochemistry, et cetera, that uh, there was a really attracted Anglo gold. And uh, they've been great partners to work with to date. And uh, we've just started a, a large scale uh, exploration program. It's probably going to take a, a number of years to, to fully, fully execute. But uh, that's sort of where we are today, Rob. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good result, getting them on the, on them board. Were you obviously in conversations with them for, for a long period of time? Yeah, we've known the, the, the sort of the, the principal person at Anglo Gold for, for quite a while now. And uh We've always uh, set up this company with the goal of bringing in a, a major mining company as a partner. Uh, we are looking for very big uh, porphyry type uh, deposits here. So uh, it was always the plan to, to bring in a partner and we set the company up with that in mind. But uh, yes, it's uh, a lot of what we do is, is speaking with the major mining companies uh, on a constant basis, just updating them and on what we do and uh, how things are going, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, move on to your other project. Obviously, you're the, the ch chairman of uh, Nevada Focus Gold Explorer, Headwater Gold. Um, what's the latest developments uh, from from Headwater um, and what I suppose what, what has happened since we last spoke as well? Absolutely. So so Headwater Gold um, is a U.S. focused uh, gold explorer. Uh, in this particular case, Headwater is is looking for high-grade epithermal veins, uh, very specific focus. Uh, we believe, you know, that the uh, there's a good market for uh, for those types of projects. We've tried to steer away from uh, sort of the low-grade disseminated projects or the, uh, the Carlin-type projects. Uh, we think uh, if you could find a nice high-grade epithermal vein project or field, uh, you know, there'd be a number of uh, suitors that uh, would certainly be willing to take on a project like that. So it's got a very clear focus and strategy and a little bit like inflection, uh, was able to acquire a number of big projects on, on open ground. And uh, this was kind of the key. And, you know, we're not dealing with third parties for the most part. Uh, a lot of these projects are, well, most, all of them are, are royalty free and there's no underlying deals as such. So it's a very, very simple, clean story. So uh, Headwater Gold uh, attracted uh, a partner in the form of uh, what was Newcrest Mining. Uh, now uh, Newmont, after uh, Newcrest were acquired by, by Newmont recently, but uh, ultimately, it's had a very busy uh, sort of 12, uh, 12 to 18 months uh, working uh, with uh, with Newmont and uh, drilled a large number of projects throughout the year. I think there was uh, six rigs turning on on five five projects uh, uh, last uh, last summer. So it's been very, very busy. Uh, the, the guys on the ground have been uh, running around uh, looking at new things as well. But uh, really, our focus would come on to the project. Uh, it's uh, Spring Peak. And uh, this is adjacent to Heckler Mining's uh, Aurora project. This was a historic uh, gold mining camp uh, that produced very, very high grade uh, gold. And uh, Headwater has essentially acquired a lot of the ground in and around that, that sort of broader district and uh, had quite a bit of joy uh, drill testing a number of uh, targets in that uh, in that vicinity and got some nice high grade intercepts as well. So, focus really has has morphed to towards uh, the Spring Peak project. That's the one that's really risen to the top. 
of the portfolio. But uh, ultimately, it's uh, it's a lot of different projects ongoing, and uh, lovely to have a, a partnership with uh, with Newmont Mining there. Um. As mentioned in the introduction, Inflection and Headwater are both part of the Newquest Capital uh, uh, group of companies. Um, I just wonder if you can just tell us a little bit about Newquest and uh, Quest, sorry, and the setup of a uh, of the company. Yeah, so uh, Newquest is uh, sort of the umbrella company uh, to, to all all of our various exploration ventures, but. Uh, uh, it's it's really um, a sort of a group of like-minded individuals uh, that uh, really believe in sort of more earlier stage exploration, and uh, we've been able to finance uh, our, our various companies that we put together. But uh, we got a sort of broad mix of of experience from the sort of the capital markets to the the technical end as well, and uh, we sort of complement each other. Sort of four partners there that work under the uh, the Newquest umbrella. But uh, ultimately, it's incubated a number of different uh, companies. Uh, the the two we mentioned already is Inflection and and Headwater Gold. But we've also got a number of others. Uh, one of the public company that's under the the Newquest umbrella is uh, Red Canyon Resources. And this is a, a recently listed company that's focused on uh, on copper exploration, particularly in, in uh, the US and, and Canada. And it's got projects specifically in uh, British Columbia, uh, Nevada, and, and Utah. And uh, that's got its own management team. All, all of these companies have their own independent sort of management teams around them, but ultimately the capital uh, was provided by, by Newquest. And then we've got two uh, private ventures. We've got Finex Metals, uh, which is targeting uh, gold and uh, nickel in uh, far northern Finland. And that's a predominantly uh, Finnish team. Uh, so that company is still private and uh, just ticking along a little bit in the shadows. And then we have a, the, our latest venture is uh, Conduit Nickel. And uh, this is headed up by a gentleman called Phil Stramansky, who is uh, a very well-regarded uh, expert in uh, nickel sulfides. And uh, that uh, that company's picked up a very large uh, land position in, in Manitoba. So uh, they've got a similar theme. Uh, we know all of these companies, ultimately, we like to acquire everything through, through staking, picking open ground. We're somewhat reluctant to do third-party deals unless it's a very compelling argument to do to do so. But uh, really, it's big district-scale land positions, great jurisdictions, quality geoscience. And um, yeah, that's uh, the idea is really we can um, share a lot of the the sort of the corporate costs as well. So we, we, we you know, we, we keep our costs down at a corporate level in terms of office and CFO and corporate secretary, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a lot of benefits for having sort of a sort of an umbrella group to, uh, to sort of oversee all of these, these various ventures. Yeah, certainly. Um, when Newquest um, finances new exploration ventures, uh, what criteria are you looking for uh, to select obviously uh, select particular projects and jurisdictions. Uh, maybe you've got a sort of set criteria that you uh, run all your projects through. Um, we, we do. I mean, they're, they're not, uh, you know, hard and fast rules, but I mean, it really comes down to sort of first principles targeting for us. And the big one being, I mean, ultimately, you know, where do the major mining companies want to own their assets in the long term and what types of deposits are they ultimately looking for? This is a really important point. I mean, we're in the business of, of finding things and uh, really, you know, we're, we're, we're providing things for the major mining companies. So we ask ourselves that, that very question. 
from from day one. And uh, really, you know, it's like inflection is a great example. You know, we want the major mining companies are really looking for a very long life, large copper gold deposits. Well, where do they want those? Well, you know, they probably want them in sort of mining friendly jurisdictions, the US, Canada, Australia, et cetera, et cetera, Chile. Um, so really, it's first principles, uh, where do they want the assets in, in those long term? And then then you sort of go the next level down. You know, well, well, if you pick a particular belt, like yes, you use the Macquarie Arc in New South Wales. Well, you know, how many tons and what sort of grade do they need to see uh, to to make a, a project viable for them? Uh, and does the belt of rocks have the potential to host a deposit of that scale? I mean, they, these are the key things. It's not a it's not a killer. If if the belt doesn't have a big deposit, it could still potentially have one. Um, but we've got to believe that the belt has scale to host the big deposits and again this is a really important point you know we, we really the deposits have to have scale to move the needle for the major mining companies so we love testing targets that are got oversized sort of risk reward uh you know we're very comfortable taking technical risk for a relatively modest amount of capital if uh if the reward is potentially very large so if we can drill a hole for hundred thousand dollars and test a target that's got the potential to deliver a, a tier one discovery that that's right up our alley and uh that we're really um big believers in that sort of strategy we also look at things like um you know can we acquire a district scale land position in a particular part of that part of the world so again inflection sort of conduit this would be a great uh great examples of that uh, we want a large uh, we'll call a search space where we've got the potential to sit back a little bit and systematically explore a much larger area. We want to be able to own 100% of things with no third-party deals and no royalties. And these are all big, important points that the major mining companies look for. It's no good having a, a tiny land position and uh, ultimately uh, you know, a lot of underlying royalties and things like that. So these are big points as well. Uh, another key point for us, and, and this is a real fundamental one as well, is uh, testing targets have not drilled, been drill tested before. And uh, as you, you know, a lot of the projects that are around uh, have been many, drilled many, many times before. And invariably, the majors will have looked at these things. And, and this is not always the case, but often the case. You know, once these targets have been drill tested, it's sort of a you know diminishing returns from that point onwards if you haven't made a major discovery uh, well, the, the odds of, of making that discovery just get increasingly less the more it's drilled. So we love drilling big targets with the potential for big discovery that have, have not been drill tested before. So it's just kind of a fundamental problem. And, you know, this this point of drilling prospects that have been drilled many, many times before, it's 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 a, I think it's a problem for the industry as a whole. I mean, invariably, these majors have, have been through these, not always the case, but, you know, there's often issues with, you know, metallurgy, lack of size, grade, um, could be social problems, environmental concerns, things like this. So that's a, a core a core point for us, drilling projects that are, have not been drilled before. Yeah. Um, talking about obviously financing, um, obviously 2023 was a, 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 a very, very difficult year for, for junior mining. Um, and obviously a lot of lot of companies were struggling to raise finance. How do you how do you see the market in 2024? Do you see things picking up? How 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 yourselves? How how have you sort of uh, finance? Obviously, you you mentioned 
Um, you've obviously got a, a, a big miner coming in and, and helping you. But how how do you see the financing uh, in 2024 for yourselves and I suppose the junior market space as well? Yeah, I mean, I think overall, I mean, I, I was kind of hopeful that we'd see a little bit of a pickup at the beginning of 2024. Um, but it hasn't really happened. If anything, it's actually got slightly worse, maybe. Uh, and, th and there's a, a real disconnect here. I mean, uh, you know, the metal prices for the most part are doing very well. Uh, a lot of the major mining companies are producing a lot of good free cash flow. So there's a bit of a disconnect between the majors and the junior sector and that particular that early stage risk capital. So it's it's a real problem for the junior explorers. And, you know, we've in some some ways sort of mitigated that that risk. Uh, we've got we've got some fantastic shareholders in our, our companies that really understand the long-term nature of the business and that are there in the long term and that that's been uh, a really key point particularly in inflection and headwater you know these these real quality investors that are, are not flipping shares at the slightest uh women in the market so we've got some great shells but as you just sort of mentioned as well we've also uh brought in two major mining companies into inflection and headwater in the form of uh anglo gold and uh and newmont so that's really enabled both those companies to do a, a massive amount of exploration and, and drilling, perhaps when other other groups have really struggled to to raise capital just to even just sort of keep keep the lights on, if you will. So I think that that's key. I mean, uh, you know, it's uh, ultimately the goal is to, to to find assets for the major mining companies. So to partner up with them early on uh it's been uh real really uh, a boon for for our, our group and um it's, it's worked out very very well and we we're busy last year and we're going to be busy this year doing lots and lots of drilling in uh in the us and australia in particular yeah and obviously you're working in a few different jurisdictions obviously australia uh the us and even uh finland what 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 are the major differences you see in mining in those different jurisdictions well, they've all got their their own nuances for sure. But I mean, for the most part, um, you know, the US and Australia, um, easy places to operate in many ways. I mean, mining's well understood. I mean, this is one of those key criteria I was sort of mentioning a little bit earlier. And same with Finland as well. I mean, uh, it is a mining jurisdiction. You know, we're not uh, we're not exploring areas uh, that you know perhaps challenging to. Uh, to encourage a major mining company to to go to, so for the most part, I mean, we we just like to operate in places where mining's a known quantity, um, perhaps identify opportunities within those jurisdictions that uh, that are perhaps unrecognized or unloved or forgotten about as much as anything. So, um, yeah, that's that's we want to be able to, uh, as you say, go go to bed at night and, and wake up uh, knowing you still own the assets in, in the morning. Now. You can't mitigate that risk completely, but uh, certainly where you explore is uh, is one of the, <laughs> the the real risks you can actually control. So uh, that's a, a key point for us. Yeah. Um, what are the primary reasons why someone should consider investing uh, in the new uh, Quest Capital group of uh, companies? Yeah, it's. I mean, we've really, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, I think we typically own one hundred percent of our assets. They're, they're invariably royalty free. We're, we're in jurisdictions that we know the major mining companies uh, want to uh, to own their assets in. 
And, you know, I think that, that key point I mentioned earlier about drill testing, very large targets of not being drill tested before. I can't, I can't stress this enough. You know, I think uh, you're getting a real opportunity at uh, a, a full exposure and to, to some new, new discovery, particularly, uh, uh, ones that have uh, have never been tested. So uh, using inflection as an example, you know, we're, we're drilling these very large geophysical targets in New South Wales that have never been touched with a drill. And uh, it's a very exciting ride for both, you know, for myself and for our investors. I mean, we're you're getting exposure to to a bit of the unknown, but uh, whatever whatever's down there, I mean, it, it might be a complete duster of a hole. But uh, it's got the potential in terms of scale to to deliver something that will appear to the appeal to the major mining companies. So, you know, I think uh, we've mitigated a lot of the risk by bringing some of the major mining companies in already. You know, uh, like for example, Inflection and Headwaters. Not no plans to raise capital anytime soon. And uh, you know, we'll say the the quality of the jurisdictions, the scale of the targets, and uh, and you're really just backing the teams. I think is is the key as well. And lastly, uh, what's the outlook for the next sort of six to 12 months with both inflection and Herwalter? Well, it's it's drilling all around. Uh, inflection is uh, part of a, a multi-year exploration agreement. Uh, it's uh, We've essentially got a, a phase one program now where Anglo Gold's investing uh, 10 million Australian dollars across the entire portfolio of, of targets in New South Wales. Uh, so we're approaching the halfway mark on that. Uh, once they finish that 10 million program, uh, they then retain the right to select up to five projects whereby they can earn uh, incrementally uh, amounts in, in up to five projects by uh, spending a, a significant amount of capital before delivering uh, a pre-feasibility study. So inflection is going to be very very busy with the drilling. Uh, we've got two drills turning right now. Hopefully that will increase here as, uh, as the year progresses. But uh, it, inflection is all about drilling at this point. And same with Headwater. Um, you know, Headwater is obviously funded by, uh, by Newmont Mining. And um, that's going to be uh, drilling. There are a number of projects there which uh, will be drill tested uh, during the year. But with a real focus on this uh, Spring Peak project adjacent to to Heckler's uh, Aurora project there. So a lot of lot of drill flow, drill news flow uh, coming from those uh, two companies. Yeah. All the best for, for 2024. Um, if our audience wants to reach out to you um, and obviously follow um, both Inflection and, uh, and um, Headwater, um, how can they go about doing that? Um, what social media platform channels uh, are both companies on? Yeah, I think we're on most of the mainstream platforms, uh, Twitter and LinkedIn and things like this. So uh, I think uh, if I remember correctly, you put these things in the notes uh, below uh, your yeah. your, uh, your podcast. But uh, ultimately, yeah, uh, inflectionresources.com, headwatergold.com. There's all the links uh, on our website to, to find the various platforms. And same with NewQuest Capital. You can get to see uh, some of our other ventures there as well. That's uh, nqcapitalgroup.com. Yeah. Alistair, really appreciate your time. Thank you for giving us an update. And uh, perhaps you can come on later this year or next year, beginning of next year, and give us a um a uh, update on the results of some of the drilling that you've uh, that you've done during this year great stuff rob well thanks very much again and uh yeah we'll be back on at some point yeah great thank you for listening hope you enjoyed the episode as always please keep sharing these uh episodes far and wide 
um, all over the world. Obviously, uh, we've been speaking uh, about assets in Australia and the US, um, but please keep sharing these episodes um, so everyone in our mining industry can understand uh, and look at some of these projects that um, especially uh, um, look at these projects that are are happening in, in maybe in some of their countries that they're they're operating in um, but also share this episode with people outside of the mining industry um, we do want to obviously increase and make people aware of what we do in the mining industry and we can only do that by sharing some content and episodes like uh, like this podcast to people outside of the mining industry Anyway, until next time, happy mining. Thank you for listening. Remember to reach out to Rob via the show notes and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, happy mining, helping each other to improve the mining industry.